and welcome to Kingwood United Methodist Church. Thank you for joining us today. Wherever you're listening from and whatever service you're listening to, we strongly believe because of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, there is always more to life. If any pastor were honest with you, we all search in January for that one sort of gripping image or story that we would proclaim on Christmas Eve and Easter. We are on a perpetual search for these moments of the pinnacles of our faith. I'm indebted to the good friend Jim Welch to turn my attention to Anne Weems, a poet who has written two different books that uh, I'm still searching to get a hold of. One is... uh, um, Journey to Bethlehem and Journey to Jerusalem. Kneeling. kneeling in Jerusalem, kneeling in Bethlehem. Sorry, Jim, I almost listened to everything you said. <laughs> but he used a devotional when we were in a meeting, and it really turned my attention. And this is an opening line of In Search of Our Kneeling Places. In each heart lies a Bethlehem, an inn where we must ultimately answer whether there is room or not. When we are Bethlehem bound, we experience our own advent in his. Bethlehem bound. I'm going to give you two imageries to think about tonight very briefly. The economy of words is important in a night like this. Uh, The first is, according to Francis Wiesner, uh, we have a custom we still carry out today. How many of you actually put candles in your windows? So you do that, and you think that's just sort of customary to do as a Christmas decoration. I can remember that drawing uh, growing up, but the tradition for that actually goes all the way back to Ireland when Britain controlled Ireland, and the only way that the Catholic Irish, because Britain was controlled with obviously the Church of England, the only way that the Catholic Irish could communicate to the priests who were Catholic, who were in hiding, that this was a household that would be a Catholic household was that they would put a candle in the window. And dare I say, the British were clueless. But the Irish were smart. What they told them was, no, 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 we do this at Christmas because it is a symbol that when the Holy Family is coming for a place, they would know wherever there is a candle, this is a place of hospitality for you. And priests would actually move through the night, drawn by the light. And they knew wherever there was a candle in the window, the door would be unlocked and the priest would slip in and the sacrament would be shared with the family. Drawn by the light. This has been the theme throughout all of this day. The darkness that cannot overcome the light. The second imagery that I leave you with is actually one that comes with a picture. Before you don't put it up there yet, though, um, I want to tell you when I was coming off of the Western Wall Plaza this past March, leading a group to the Holy Land. You make the turn, you go out past security where you come in, and oftentimes in March for Urim and Purim, there would be celebrations coming down, which celebrates uh, Esther delivering the Jews. And so they would have all these festives. So you never know what you're going to bump into. Is it going to be a a group of kids from a school or a group of uh, teenagers or a group of young rabbis in training? And we could hear a bit of a commotion, so we paused only to find that there was a gentleman coming down with a family. 
And the gentleman ends up celebrating his birthday with his family in Jerusalem, and he was a Holocaust survivor. And so his wish was that he would be sung happy birthday in every language that would be found on the way to the Western Wall to pray. And he bumped into us. And you know what they said? Are you Americans? Would you sing him happy birthday? And we sang him happy birthday. I've got it recorded on my phone. It was just a, a moment that was just so incredibly sacred. And if there's ever a people that know, echoing from the words of Isaiah, that right, people who have lived in darkness have seen a great light, it is our Jewish brothers and sisters in all of their history. This image, this is a picture that was taken. It was taken by Rachel Posner in 1931 in Kiel, Germany. If you see in the foreground, you see the menorah that is there. In the background, you see the swastika. And on the back of this picture, she writes, this is Hanukkah, 1931. Judea dies, says the banner. So she's saying Judea dies, says the banner against the building. And then she says this, but Judea lives forever, responds the light. Judea lives forever, responds the light. Friends, we gather this night at this table. We in a moment will hold our candles bright because we echoing through the ages say the same thing. We shall live, says the light. For the one who is the light of the world is born in darkness, cradled in Bethlehem. The place known as the house of bread carries the one who will be the bread of life. The very town that was small and unknown becomes the place that becomes a centerpiece. The place that was known for raising both the shepherds and the sheep, that eventually these lambs would be led a few miles over to the temple to be sacrificed, would carry this sacrificial lamb that John the Baptist would later say, behold the lamb of the world that takes away the sins of the world. Friends, we gather in this moment of contrast. So if you feel in some place in your life that you are walking in darkness, which by the way, I know the parking lot over here is incredibly dark. Please be careful when you return to your car. It just sort of accentuates the contrast between the darkness and the light. We are people of the light. And John says it so clearly when he says, the light is has come into the world and the darkness cannot overcome it. Thanks be to God that the light says we shall live. I invite you to join me in this liturgy of Holy Communion that begins first with our confession, remembering that in this night we're reminded that God loves us and he loves to be with us and yet all too often by our choices, our words, our silence, we choose not to be with God. So join me as we pray in this holy night to the one who was born to gift us with mercy and with hope. God of silent nights, we fill our days with busy to-do lists that cause us to be hairy and hurried rather than being present with you and others in this holy season. Forgive us, O God, and draw us to Christ the baby born not into wealth and power, but into poverty and weakness, to Christ the child who welcomes all unconditionally, to Christ the child who we trust, so we might be drawn to your heart.
Jesus comes to us with life. Into the shadows of our world, Jesus brings light. Into the brokenness of our lives, Jesus brings forgiveness and peace. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory, Glory to, to God. God. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. You crept into chaos so long ago. God who shaped the stars so creation might be born. Silently you gathered up the dust, shaping us into your image as the Spirit breathed life into us. All the gifts of your heart were for us. Prophets came time and again, scattering your clues throughout the story. And when you saw we could not understand the mystery on our own, you sent Jesus to reveal everything to us. And so with your people of earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, 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 holy Lord. God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Leaving your side, O God, Christ came to walk with us through the cold streets of our lives. Born in poverty's shadows, he is the light which illumines your heart for us. Unwrapped from glory's embrace, he gathers us from all the corners of our confused choices to make us one with you. Placed in a rude feeding trough, layered with our fears and doubts, he breathes in your hopes and lives your will until he is placed in death's cold embrace, waiting in the silence where he breathes in resurrection's breath and brings forth life for all who follow. On this night when we sing of the baby in the manger, as the shadow of the cross is cast by the stars, and we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Hear the silence and the singing with children carols and candlelight. We gather around this table of joy. So pour out your spirit upon the precious gifts of the bread and the cup. Make them be for, the body, for us the body of Christ that we may be for the world, the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. And when all time and history becomes silence, we will be gathered with our sisters and brothers from every corner of heaven and earth to join in the great angelic chorus, forever singing your praises. O God, who makes us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world. Amen. Amen. And now with the confidence of being the children of God, let us join together in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.